Welcome to Tuesdays Together, recorded live Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. in our online campus. We post that episode to our podcast channels at the end of our broadcast that evening. Thank you for joining us. Here's this week's Tuesdays Together. Evening, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Tuesdays Together. Thank you for joining us tonight. We are hopefully keeping a somewhat same setup as we've been doing for a while now. So everything will sound. Oh, maybe now we're live. This has been live for six seconds. Good evening, everybody. (laughs) Once again, technology as it is. Welcome to 2021. And uh, as we have seen so far, it's just a year so far. And uh, we're glad you're joining us tonight. We'll give everybody a couple minutes to pop in and uh, join us. We see a couple people already joining us in. Thank you for joining us tonight. And uh, if you are stopping by to see us, hey, Miss Brenda. Yes, if you're yeah. stopping in to see us tonight, say, just like Miss Brenda said, just say, hey, y'all, welcome. Send us a wave, high five, whatever you want to do, your symbol to say, let us know you're here. Cause we enjoy spending time with you guys and knowing that we're getting to be with y'all and that we have people joining us and commenting. Yeah. We're not alone. <laughs> we're not alone. So I'm going to throw it out there real quick. We are going to go talk about the uh, Pastor Tony's new series, but I'm going to go ahead and throw the quiz out there while everybody's getting joining in. Hey, pa- Mr. Mike got to join us tonight. Hey, hey. Mr. Mike, Miss Cindy, good to see you guys. Glad you guys got to join us live tonight. I'm going to throw their quick quiz out there for you guys. Pastor Tony talked about in the series, and he kicked off his message talking about um, – what your idea of an altar is. Like when we say the word altar, what is the first word that comes to your mind? So as everybody is jumping on, start writing, writing in the comments if you can, what your idea of an altar is. Is an altar, you know, your bedside? Is that what the first thing that comes to your mind when you say altar? Or is it the altar that we talk about in the Bible, in the Old Testament? You know, the altar of incense, I believe Pastor Ian is talking about. Or maybe it's the um, big golden altar. Or maybe it's the wooden pew. And Pastor Tony, you talked about, um, oh, your grandfather making those yeah. altars for the church. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, we went to camp, and went to, I believe Pastor Craig was given an altar by one of the guest speakers that had been made and um, soaked in was it olive, I think it was olive oil, or is a, anyway, it didn't matter anyway, yeah, was it, it was a, some it was kind of oil had been soaked down in and rubbed down in a beautiful altar. It was a personal altar. Mm-hmm. So what is your idea of an altar? Praise the Lord. Love love hearing that, that praise report, Brenda. We'll yes, be praying that, praying that stays going. We love Johnny and love to see him see him and see him worshiping the Lord and quoting scripture. That's great. That's awesome. And Mike, hey, whatever it takes to get it to join us. We're glad you get to join us. And JW and Kayla, yeah. glad you got to join us too. So I, yeah. I, I know when I was reading about the series, we, we missed it last week, so we got to watch it um, well, this Sunday. Let's this do, Sunday, listen to it today. Yeah. Um, so we listened to it on the podcast version as we were, we were out this past Sunday. So we got to actually listen in today on the podcast. So when I was listening to it and talking about the altar, my thought of an altar was the same as Pastor Tony first mentioned was the, I mean, I remember growing up in kids church at first assembly and it was the edge of the stage. Yeah. The altar was the edge of the stage because we didn't have very nice altars. And then Pastor Tony talked about Mr. Jim making our altars for us at, at, at a Callaway, but I didn't yeah. get to experience that. Every the only time I've ever got to experience an actual altar was the altar we had in children's church, was, which is usually some chairs or is the edge of a stage. And then, as I grew up, we had the mm-hmm. edge of the stage in youth <laughs> that yeah. we used for altars, and it's a little bit taller. And then, um, and Kayla said, as a mom, it's an altar, whatever, wherever she can get alone to pray. Amen. 
That is true. Whether yeah. that's a small closet mm -hmm. or an office or our back the porch. Bathroom. Yes. <laughs> the bathroom. Yes. And maybe exactly. while you're in the shower talking to God. I know for me, a lot of my, before it got cold, I tried to do it today. I was going to go out on the back porch and sit on our swing on the back porch and realize very quickly that it was way too cold. Super cold, yeah. To sit on the back porch and sit still for very long. And there I didn't have time no, to build a bonfire. No so. sun out. So no. It was even more. There was no sun. Even more, yeah. I think mine is, um, my first thing that I think of as an altar is, like you said, like the, what's at the front of the church, you know, like you just mm -hmm. automatically think, that that's the altar and that's the only mm -hmm. you know we talk about altars and and we'll talk about some of that and pastor tony did in his sermon um but you know we don't think about like it we don't expand it a lot of times into mm -hmm. thinking that it's not necessarily just a physical location right so yeah, we just we normally think of it being you know front of the front of the church is what my always my mindset's always been if you know if you need something mm -hmm. you go to god in prayer i mean i, I remember Hearing it all with Mark Lowry or some others talking about, you know, anytime the church doors were open as a kid, if you knew you needed something, you went and talked to God at the altar. Mm -hmm. And you could go to the altar. Yeah. I mean, almost like many Catholic churches do nowadays, <laughs> where the church is always open. You can mm -hmm. go and pray. And a pastor, he always makes it available for anybody who wants to come and pray. Yeah. But it's just that that is a place, the holy place to go to. But a lot of times for us, I mean, as much like Miss Brenda said and, and, and Kayla said too, it's just wherever you can find a place to go. That is where you make an altar, and, and mm -hmm. it's just nice getting away from all the distractions. Yeah. And for me, I, I have to get up, and if I sit still too long somewhere, it's when I when I sit still, I start falling asleep because I, I'm a very go go go, especially yeah. at night time. I sit still. I'm I'm if you see me at church on Wednesday on Monday nights, a lot of times I'm pacing back and forth at the front because that keeps me moving and keeps my mind moving, and <clears> I don't <throat> get as distracted as much as I'm sitting still, just yeah, face down. You know, I um after many of you have probably watched it, but the War Room, the movie, the War mm -hmm. Room. Um, I think like after that, I think we all wanted a closet <laughs> to go into. Like I tried to figure out a way to, <laughs> to make. Of course, we didn't live in the house we live in now. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was like, how can I make this <laughs> a war room? You know, like how can I build an altar in here in this room? And you know, it's just one of those things that I think we all kind of went through that phase after watching that movie of how can we make that a where can I make my altar yeah because I I loved that movie and how <laughs> she took that room that closet and really just made it a place that she just went to be with God and I think I still strive to have something like that at home you know to be mm -hmm. able to just have that place right now kind of like Kayla said it's mom life you kind of just have to wherever you can like, like mm -hmm. sometimes finer in the living room sometimes it's in the bedroom it's just kind of wherever i can make that that altar but and so i definitely to make strive sure for quiet. having a war room if it gets quiet in the house we know that something's wrong it's not the time yeah. or something pray really hard <laughs> that everybody's Either still alive in the house they're asleep or something just went down that we didn't yes know about yes. <laughs> so yeah you know you said yeah. war room yes i would say emphasize yeah. that one I, I would like yeah. to i've had that time in the woods where i almost didn't like going hunting with friends because they were like oh let's go hunt set the tree stand together i'm like mm, my, my tree stand time is my time to get along with god like i never really read a book or anything because if i stuck my head down mm -hmm. i'd probably be falling asleep but that totally sitting in a tree stand we're watching the sun come up or sun go down and just getting to listen and nothing else making noise around me unless something was rustling mm -hmm. or hear the birds chirp and just 
hearing just God's voice and yeah. seeing God talk and hearing God talk and seeing God and everything that he made mm -hmm. just really that yeah I'm in my guy I, I totally agree with that one because mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing how get, we don't have those quiet times very often where we can just get get alone so yeah. going hunting people don't, people that have not experienced that don't don't appreciate that as much as those mm -hmm. that have, have gone hunting and have that quiet time with just nothing else going on it's because we live in a busy, chaotic world. So it's, mm -hmm. you know, it is hard. I think something that stood out to me too about the altar, this kind of the beginning of the, the talk about the altars and um, about how Pastor Tony was talking about um, kneeling, you know, and how it is, um, it's something that humbles us when we kneel at whatever, you know, wherever our altar mm -hmm. is, when we kneel, there's something um, humbling about that. And mm -hmm. to me, I also thought about the fact that, you know, it's also uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and something we're going to talk about here in a little bit about being uncomfortable. Um, it's uncomfortable because, I mean, how often do we just kneel down and we're like, oh, this is such a comfortable position, you know, but I think it, it's humbling and it's uncomfortable. And I think that it needs to be uncomfortable because mm -hmm. it gets our mind focused on the fact that we're going to the Lord in prayer. We're talking to him. And, you know, I think sometimes we get into those places where we're comfortable when we're praying and then we kind of mm -hmm. steer off of the real reason why we're praying, mm -hmm. you know, what we're actually trying to get, get through and communicate mm -hmm. and hear back from him. Um, and we've talked about multiple times that uncomfortable moments or when you yeah. hear God. So I don't know. It just kind of, to me, just connected today with mm -hmm. the whole uncomfortable thing in kneeling. Because a lot of people yeah. are uncomfortable kneeling because mm -hmm. it's humbling. Mm -hmm. And then it's just, it's not a, a, a comfort position. It's not yeah. a comfortable mm -hmm. position to be in. But. And I had a pastor challenge one time to get our face before the Lord. And I didn't lay down, but put my knees down and just going face first, face into the carpet. It, that mm -hmm. really was an uncomfortable position. Mm -hmm. The longer I was spending time with God, it's like, okay, this mm -hmm. is a, a weird thing for me, but it was a, people needed to see that I was getting mm -hmm. face to face with the Lord. The youth needed to see me mm -hmm. going face to face with the Lord. My kids, mm -hmm. whoever was around me at the time, needed yeah. to see that I was going face to face with God and mm -hmm. I was getting out of my comfort zone to do it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. escape that time. So, yeah. Yeah. Because it does, I mean, I don't, kneel and like I don't really kneel <laughs> I mean other than prayer time that's pretty much when I kneel um so it is it isn't a posture that we take on as oh, we can. just you know unless we lost an earring in the floor and only we're not getting on our face <laughs> no. on our knees looking for something just you know one random thought that I had today I, I don't know if women. that makes any sense to anyone else but it did yeah. to me today but I live with four women I, I have very often gotten down on my hands and knees and look for small objects in the yeah, carpet that's so, but usually the only time I was like we're doing that it's talking to God yeah so. but did you want okay. to talk off start off by talking about I, what God laid on your heart today I can um I your phone's up here underneath your notes here. Oh, yeah. There we go. I'll pull it up on my here. So, um, we we try to prepare for these Tuesdays together ahead of time. It seems like we're just randomly like talking, but believe it or not, we do uh we do plan for um these ahead of time. Um we we don't go like completely scripted. But we do uh, make notes and talk. And so today, as we were preparing um, to 
kind of get what we were going to talk about together. Um, there was some at prayer last night. Um, you know, you all know we're in the middle of our 21 day fasting and praying time. And um, last night in the middle of prayer, um, about halfway through toward the, well, I guess it was more than halfway through. It was toward the end. I sat up and was just kind of like, just, I had been praying. I had knees, you know, if you don't know about all the knees, definitely go back and check the power hour from last night. Um, we have lots and lots and lots of needs in our church right now and our community and our nation, just all over. And so it's an 80 time right now. Yes, it is. And, um, so last night uh, toward the end, um, I got, up, you know, because I was in an uncomfortable position <laughs> of kneeling, and I got up and sat, and I was just kind of listening, and just kind of, you know, like, just taking a few minutes to hear from God, and close my mouth for a little bit, and just, <laughs> you know, just listen, to do. That's <laughs> and um, the song Oceans came on, and, you know, it's a very familiar song, I'm sure that most, you know, everybody on probably knows that song, um, and so it was, it was going on, and I was just kind of listening for God, and it got to the bridge, and the bridge, I'll just read the words, I'm definitely not going to sing it, <laughs> I'm not a singer, um, but the words to the chorus, to the bridge came on, and if you know this song, you know they sing it like seven or eight times on the bridge, and so it says, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders, let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. And, you know, I'm going to try not to cry because I cried last <laughs> night when this hit me. But we, I listened to it the, way, the first time it ran through, and then it ran through the second time. And it just, all of a sudden, those words just, took on a whole different meaning mm. to me than they ever had before. Because you know, this is one of those songs that we sing in church all the time. We sing on our own, you know, we pray that, that bridge. We mm -hmm. pray, you know, spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. Um, you know, let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me, wherever, you know, take me deeper than my feet could ever wonder. And at that mm. second moment, it was like, I heard God just say, but my people aren't doing this. Mm. And I was just like, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it was like, cause I was kind of just singing it in my head, mm. you know, the first round. And then that second round, it went through and it was like, I just distinctly heard God say, my people aren't doing this. Mm. I have spread and opened up your borders <laughs> for you to speak mm. to people on your borders um i where you ask me to walk upon the waters wherever you would deeper wherever i would take you deeper than you would ever wonder on your own and i'm doing that right now hmm. and my people are sitting still and i was just like wow and it was just like streams of tears just started flooding because i was like wow this is so true like we literally ask God all the time to open up 
you know, and to be able to reach more people, to be able to, you know, walk on water, walk through places that we wouldn't have wondered there on our own, but we're, you know, open those places up for us, Lord. But he's literally doing that right now. And recognizing those places. Like, yeah. They go, recognizing that, hey, this is not just a place that I'm going, whether that's yeah. work, church, Walmart, anything else, but this is where God has opened a door. Yeah. This and, this tonight yes, yeah. is a yeah, and um, and so I just I, you know I just began to just say forgive us, Lord, you know, for not recognizing, forgive your people for not recognizing, like because it really is like we have a national or not a national a worldwide pandemic going on, you know, international. We have a national crisis. You know, our nation is in big trouble, and and here we are, yeah. like, oh, well, mm. like, what do we do, you know, and well, like... I'll it, say this, because that, that's what hit me today, because I'm, I'm a very vocal person, Jenny is the quiet one, mm -hmm. and so for me, when it came to this, this whole thing with our president and other things going on, and when it really, really got me up frustrated the other night, something I'll probably saw my post... I had a picture of an Apple I posted on there because I found out that Apple is taking away one of our apps that we were using for social media. And it really frustrated me. And so I immediately got on there, posted a picture, and posted that tag on there. I've had several posts this week, you know, political and stuff. And when she made that comment, it really hit me. And it hit me Sunday morning. And I had posted right in the middle of the pastor's message, the scripture that he shared was talking about if my people who are called by my name mm -hmm. will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Mm -hmm. And turn from the wicked ways that then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. And I was like, and like Jenny said, that really hit me that, wow, mm -hmm. I'm very quick to get political and use my Facebook or my Instagram or parlor or whatever your social media is for the means of pushing a political purpose, whether that's helping God out or not or whatever what it is yeah. by that side. But how quick am I just to immediately with the presence that I have online, how never small it may be, to share God's love with those people. I mean, I'm on a Facebook chat all the, all the time with our friends I went to high school with that we really didn't start doing until probably two years ago when one of our teachers passed away. Mm -hmm. But how quick am I to join those conversations and then not share the love of Jesus or not yeah. use that platform that God's opened up that, that yeah. door? And then Jenny mentioned this to me today. I'm like, man... That really is. That is a platform, a door, an opportunity that God has opened up well, to we have so, share God. We have so many right now. I mean, mm -hmm. and something that, you know, I wrote down in, in this last night whenever God was speaking to me, you know, I started writing and some of the things I wrote was, you know, God is expanding our borders. He's showing us, mm -hmm. you know, he's opening it up for us to walk on water and these places and in places that we wouldn't normally go. I mean, we have an online campus. We have, you know, our full services online. We have so many more things that we never had before church wise. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just so many things that God has opened up, you know, but what also kind of <clears throat> was just in my spirit is something we talked about earlier too. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like, you know, God was talking about, you know, we're just not doing that. We're just kind of sitting still. We're not, we, we're asking for it, but we're not 
mm. moving. We're not doing what, you know, we've asked for. And it's like, mm. God's just like, here you go. I've given you this. Mm -hmm. Like, here is so many levels of what different mm -hmm. people could be doing. And, um, but what do we do? Mm. Our first thing we do is, when is the rapture going to happen? Mm -hmm. You know, like, Jesus, you need to come back. Get <laughs> us all out of this. You know, and it's like, as Christians, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with the hat, with, you know, wanting to be out of this world and be in heaven. I've got family members in heaven that I can't wait to see one day. And I know it's going to be amazing. And I'm not saying that. And if the rapture were to come tomorrow, I'd be ready to go. But mm -hmm. what burns in me is that we have so many people that don't know who God is. Mm -hmm. They don't know. They don't have a relationship. And we're so ready because of a pandemic and a national crisis. We're ready to, like, be swept out of here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, what's going to happen to all those people yeah. <laughs> that didn't get the opportunity that we didn't reach while we were on Earth? Mm -hmm. And we're over here like, I got my ticket. I got my wild card. Like, mm -hmm. I'm ready to go, you know? And it's like, yeah. that really hurts me. Like, I just... I. Mm -hmm. I have a passion inside of me that is burning for those people that we can't just be so quick to go. Everything is horrible. It's time to get out of here mm -hmm. because what if God doesn't come back for another 20, 30, 40 years, hundred. I mean, he could come back tomorrow. He could come back in a completely different generation of people. I don't know. Um, but sitting around just like, wishing out of here or praying and wanting to pray out of here in the midst of this is that really what we should be doing right now or should we be praying for God to well, he's already showing yeah. us what we need to do but just acting on it mm -hmm. you know reaching out to people because what can I do today yeah I mean, they got all what, the opportunity for we, what we yeah. should be doing but mm -hmm. yeah and just because you know it's uncomfortable <laughs> this whole thing is uncomfortable mm -hmm. The, the pandemic is uncomfortable. The national crisis that we have going on is uncomfortable. It's all uncomfortable, but guess what? God moves in the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And what if all of this is not because, you know, I think that we just debate too much on the end time, you know, end mm -hmm. time prophecies. And I think I feel, I watch Facebook and it's like, it's just filled with like, people are like, oh, this is like here in this line and this is here in this line. And, and it's like, okay, are we spending all our time researching where we're at and lacking the time to really reach the people that we need to reach, yeah. you know, okay. or are we actually focused on what we need to be focused on? And, um, God's already giving us a mission. Sometimes we just need to go and focus on the mission. Yeah. Quit focusing on what, what we can do. Quit focusing on when about. it's going to happen and, and all that. And I think that that anytime that, that, Anything like this goes on. That's the first thing you see is like all these end time prophecy people start coming out and they're like, the world is going to end on, you know, February, blah, 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 you know, and it's like, or they're like, this is leading up, you know, we're probably not going to see the rest of this year, you know, or whatever. And it's like, is that really like, more of a reason. you know, <laughs> if, if it is, then why are you sitting there calculating your days and not getting out there sure? and doing something? So I just think that, you know, we just really need to think about um, about that because something that I was listening to today was talking about, you know, we are living in 
a Bible story, <laughs> you know, and something um, in kids church, we actually talk about our Bible lesson is part of the big God story. So our Bible lesson is called the big God story. And we talk about how whatever part of the Bible we are pulling from that week, that's just a small part of the timeline of the big God story. And that's, I heard it today where a guy was saying, you know, we're literally in the middle of a Bible story. Like if you know your Bible, like we're literally in the middle of, of being one, fulfilled. you know, and so we already know that. So let's do what we need to do and let's, and let's get out there. And, and part yeah. of the end of that, that verse, not verse, but bridge says, um, that my faith will be made stronger. I think all of this going on is a perfect example of our faith being made stronger because we have nothing but our faith right now. You know, we have, we don't have, um, we can't trust our government. We can't trust, you know, our faith the is not in, in, the same in them. Yeah. You know, we can't have faith in them right now because they're all duking it out <laughs> for their right. own own purposes. Um, and so we only have God. We only have our trust in Him. And so I think He's trying to, or not trying, He is Opening putting doors. these out, this stuff out there for us to. Oh, I got Kayla. Really Kayla said the same thing. She's had the opportunity Sunday to share that same thought with her family, and mm -hmm. it's like, and, and it is. And, and Kayla, for like, you're talking about what a unique opportunity when the situation that you're going through, to think of it as a time of mourning in your family. Mm -hmm. But at the same point, it's also a door yeah. opportunity. Yeah. It's like Pastor Tony said. I mean, we had someone praying by asking for un prayer for unsafe family members. Sometimes the only time we see those unsaved friends and unsaved family is times of crisis. Mm -hmm. Whether they come to church or we're visiting them at a funeral or maybe it's a celebration like a wedding. Once a year. What holiday opportunity? Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People go to weddings and go to funerals and go, why is the pastor preaching? And you go, maybe the only opportunity he gets to minister to that person. Mm -hmm. You go, what an opportunity. So yeah. kudos to get to the time yeah. you spend with your family and to yeah. turn time of mourning into time of ministry mm -hmm. because it is. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm sure like your aunt Karen would love to hear that that time at all she's going through that time and I'm sure she's in heaven now getting to celebrate mm -hmm. but you're going to tell, share that and yeah. that time ministry and we've got, we've got to all look back and recognize again those opportunities to be led by the Holy Spirit to yeah. use every opportunity yeah. I mean and it, can remember that even when someone's being ugly to us that it's a time of opportunity mm -hmm. hey that person may be hurting right now and yeah. recognize that they are hurting and matter what it is they're going through or you're going through with them or how ugly they're being what an opportunity to share yeah and I like how at the end, Kayla said he created us for touch, such a time as this. That was something that I had on my notes, too, that, you know, we need to just quit complaining about the world we're living in mm -hmm. because God put us in this world at this very moment, at this very time for this reason. You know, don't complain like, you know, because I'm I'm just I'm not preaching to anyone. I'm, you know, I'm talking to myself here. I'm quick to complain about, you know, wow, I'd have to live in this era. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, couldn't I have been in one of those easygoing uh, generations, you know, or something? But then when you really look at it, has anybody really had an easygoing? Not really. Nope. Um, and and God put us here for this time. Yeah. He knew what timeline in his big God story he was putting us in. And that to us should be enough to know that 
we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted us, if anything, it should, it should be a, a privilege to be living right now so. because it is rough times to live in and God created us for these times. So and we, were, we were talking about earlier is like, you know, with people, people in Bible times that went through rough things, they didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them, empowering that right. piece of God inside them, right. directly communicating with them constantly. And Pastor Tony mm-hmm. mentioned that because I was joking about how we realized how immoral they were in the Old Testament and how many <laughs> awful Genesis. things and sexual immorality that went on in Genesis. Mm-hmm. And from our Bible time, we were reading in the, in the Bible plan, the own it 365. And it was like, man, they really did some stuff. But Pastor Tony reminded us, he goes, yeah, but keep in mind, they were still getting to know God. They didn't have God's word to live by. They didn't have the Holy Spirit living inside of them and convicting them. They just had their own, you know, in 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 spirit inside them telling them what it was right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And that internal what thing we're built with. But I, I thought it was interesting too, time to talk about where some God some types inside of my mind. We talked about prayer last night, making altars, mm-hmm. uh, how many times they made an altar. And Pastor Tony talked about that in the message was how many times people made altars in the Bible where Moses Noah talked about building an altar after the water receded, he made an altar and he sacrificed some of the clean animals to God. And then God made a covenant with him and said, I will never flood the earth again. And that was the rainbow. And then Abraham made, built several altars. You know, one time he's asked to sacrifice his son Isaac and God came and took his life. Mm-hmm. And for us, God brought several things in my mind that we were doing as a family from one things was sort of jokingly, my aunt gave us a ornament for Christmas that had the family on it in 2020. 2020 and had a big roll of toilet paper and all the family members were wearing masks and it's funny it's like you know what but to us that can be an altar that we look back on you know look at opportunity that we had and how many new doors of ministry we opened up as we pull out our christmas tree every year we hang the ornaments on it we look back as a family and go wow look at our old house look at our children being born look at those times of our life there were huge times in our life that changed that not saying that these are altars that we actually had a changing turning point with God, and but God did show up at those times. And then for this year to see, wow, we had a turning point. It's time to build some altars. We're doing our book of thank yous. We told you guys about before. Where each night we ask each family member what we're thankful for, and we we sort of had some joking, laughing time last night as we're talking about things going on in our family right now. Where how we're able to flip it and look at the positive side versus the negative side of things going on, and what God's doing in our lives. We're and just to look back, you know, a year later now, mm-hmm. going back and flipping through, and Abigail pulled the book out the other night and opened the cover and started reading like the first page and reading the thank yous we had and, <laughs> yeah, from 2020, and then yeah. just looking back at what we were thankful for then and how mm-hmm. Felicity has grown and her different thank yous that she had written then versus now. Yeah, just really cool to look back and go, what better time, like Jenny said, to make an altar? Whether that altar is a time that you're saying you're making to God, or you make something to acknowledge this time that you look back on and go, wow, God, you were faithful to us. Mm-hmm. We may have gone through some crazy stuff, but I still have a home. Mm-hmm. I still have a bed to sleep in. I still have a job to go to. And, I mean, whatever you're all, whatever you need to make an altar for. Mm-hmm. But that something Pastor Tony said, and we mentioned again, going back to the message, was the first altars were made of dirt or uncut stone. And it, but it, the whole point of the altar was every time someone made an altar. It was to cause God to draw near, or because God drew near. And what a time. Mm-hmm. What a time we are at in our lives that we just need to make an altar mm-hmm. and pray God that he can draw near. And that, like Jenny said, that not only just praying and praying and praying, but sometimes we just shut our mouths and let God mm-hmm. talk to us. Yeah, listen. 
yeah, I think that's, that part I think is the um, biggest part of prayer, you know, because prayer is two ways. It, um, mm. It's not just us doing all the talking, but we do have to, you know, get quiet mm. <laughs> and actually listen. Because um, yeah. I'll be honest, last night I, I, I spent pretty much the entire hour praying and it was that last like probably mm. 10 minutes that I was like, okay, I need to be quiet. And then it was like, and then, you know, God just dropped that bombshell on me. It was like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, like. And you never know, I, I like Mike said, you never know what time, each time these, these time things are going on, you never know what God is planning on doing through mm-hmm. you. It may not be that God's planning on using you for somebody else's life as much as he's just planning on working through you in that time. Mm-hmm. He's somebody, yeah. sometime when he, when he went through a, a time when his grandma passed away and it's like, man, yeah, these times are mm-hmm. for God to use yeah. us, but it's also for yeah. God to work in you. And I mean, we've heard the analogy before in the Old Testament with the wineskins, mm-hmm. you know, and they they didn't just have it was refined, you know, it had to be pressed. They it all had to be crushed and and pressed and, and aged, and, aged <laughs> and you know, and really yeah. refined in that process and. You know, that's, I think a lot of times that's, that's what we're dealing with right now. You know, like this is, this has been a, and personally for me, I think, you know, I look back at 2020 and I'm like, not sad that it's over with, but then I'm also like, you know what, was it overall really that bad? You know, like we went through worse things during the hurricane um, in 2018, you know, we went through a lot more hardships um than 2020 had personally for us i know some Mm -hmm. people had more um more things go on in 2020 but looking at it though i think we've also we also it's the way you look at it (laughs) it's the way you look at it because Mm -hmm. i think that there was a lot of refining going on there was a lot of pressing and crushing and going on um and i think we're still in that kind of process but, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. I, I hear constantly at my secular job, you know, what when they go, they say the leaders shine during times of turmoil mm-hmm. and it's whether or not you respond or you react mm-hmm. and whether you're looking forward or you're acting in the moment and the things and the ministries that God's opened up through our church mm-hmm. that we need volunteers to help keep going, especially right now is, is so much is going on. Mm-hmm. But how many doors of opportunity God's opened up from an online campus? That may, yeah. may or may not have been able to get going, had mm-hmm. this going, or may not have been just as hard on our hearts and mm-hmm. as necessary coming together as it is now. And mm-hmm. even just being able to have our services online consistently. Uh, mm-hmm. That we've we we had going before, but enhancing our quality to be able to go spend time with you guys is just is, is something totally new. And that, that's so that we, we're excited about. Mm-hmm. We get to do, we get to now spend time with you guys online and having not just the mm-hmm. Sunday morning online presence, yeah. but doing this. So taking taking prayer online and being able for those that can't come, you know, Mm -hmm. in person to still be a part of that prayer time and, and staying up to date on what needs we have in our church. You know, just all of that is just, you know, over a year ago, we didn't have any of that. Right. You know, and now like, and even, I mean, it's, and it's really only been, you know, it hasn't been even a year that we've Mm -hmm. even had it yet. So it's just now I can't imagine (laughs) not having Mm-hmm. having the ability to do these things and then to just, you know, throughout the entire week, mm-hmm. 
and we're excited that everybody gets to join us and, and online and we get yeah we appreciate you guys interacting and coming back with them and because we're this really excites us and good, got good to see Miss Sherry it's also she's got to join in there Mr. Mr. seeing her notification across mm -hmm. but we enjoy this time there's a ministry that you see it's lacking that God's calling you to in our church please talk to us talk to Pastor Tony and we're excited about we are yeah. excited to see God doing things in our church mm -hmm. doing things in our own lives doing things in our kids lives mm -hmm. seeing ministries and opportunities that they God opens up through them and yeah. that's part of the most exciting part for me in ministry is getting to see students and adults take ministries that God's placed in their hearts and run with them. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting to us. Yeah. Um, we've been blessed with seeing Shelby growing up, you know, seeing our, in our youth group and then all mm -hmm. of a sudden seeing her take speed of light and own it. And that's a mm -hmm. huge blessing. Cause I'm not a fundraising person. So to yeah. see people take doors opportunity, see a need, have God place a burden upon their heart and run with it is a huge blessing. And as a pastor getting to see that now, that's the biggest blessing for us mm -hmm. as pastors are getting to see the students take something, grow up, be a part, and run with it. Mm -hmm. I was working alongside Billy the other night, working in our youth room, and man, I I love getting to see him just own ministry. I mean, he can come step right up, whether it's any kind of piece of technology, him and I get along real well because of that, mm -hmm. and he just runs with it. And he doesn't have that fear of technology, and he and he's doing fantastic. He can help me rewire our new youth room, which we're excited to show off when we get it completed. But, and it, but there's just so much going on. I was getting there, mm -hmm. and uh, so... Yeah. Just seeing that God open up doors of opportunity, so people run with those, mm -hmm. and just man, that's mm -hmm. just great. But yeah, I think that the ultimate. I don't. I, it's interesting because I feel like at first I was kind of like, I don't know how this is all going to tie in with Pastor Tony's <laughs> message, but then it was like, you know what? It really does because um, the the final part of of the message he talked about that the bible is based on one thing god desires to know us in a real intimate and powerful way <laughs> you know and and he is just wanting to work in and mm -hmm. through us you know and that's that's our ultimate goal <laughs> is to and we have a spirit living inside of us we make that altar and mm -hmm. we allow god to move in us mm -hmm. and it manifests the spirit in us that's when we become powerful that's when we're able to really see things take off and we're able to see God bring God ideas. Mm -hmm. Like we joke, we joke about man ideas versus God ideas. We can tell that we, we have things that come across our minds. We're like, let me try this. That's ah, okay. It's not working, working out. Yeah. But when it's a God idea and yeah. God's behind it and God's empowering you through his Holy Spirit to do something, there's a whole difference. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's exciting. It stays exciting to you. It stays exciting to the people around you. People want to be a part of it when it's a God idea because God draws people into it. Yeah. I um imagine how yeah <laughs> that is true. Pastor Tony has a lot of us uh, that he uh, taught along the way that are now doing ministry. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, because I not, agree. <laughs> it doesn't always work where you get to see those seeds that you sowed. You know, like you don't always mm -hmm. get to see them full. And Mike, I'm sorry I can't get to see you cry right now. I, I know them, so I, I can see the virtual way camera. So we're I'm glad sorry. they got. To, <laughs> we're glad to see see that passion in you too. Mike, Mike is one of the few that got to see us grow up as well. So it's, uh, sorry that I made unique. you cry. <laughs> I try. I'm surprised so. I got through it this time without crying because earlier when we were talking about it, it was like still. <laughs> you almost did. I think you were well enough there. I, right, I right did there. just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. And I'll encourage you guys. I encouraged Jenny earlier because she, she, I stopped her mid-conversation earlier. I said, start writing stuff down. And she threw her off. I apologize. Keep bumping the camera. Money. 
um, I told her, I said, stop, start writing. And she's like, what? And I, and I said, start writing. I said, God opened this door tonight as her, as her opportunity to share what God's entered upon her heart. And sometimes it just takes, you know, the, recognizing those opportunities and God lines them up and makes things available to you that you just step yeah. up and go, hey, God, mm -hmm. this is an opportunity. Yeah. Now is our time to rise up. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. And Kayla meant to message you today because um, Kayla <laughs> had shared a song onto our online campus and for some reason it disappeared today i have tried all day <laughs> to find it um and i don't maybe you can reshare it kayla um i'm not please sure do, it's not the yeah, strangest thing we've seen happen this please week please reshare re it um <laughs> i figure out anything but you know i don't know what facebook is doing right now so um but she had shared a song and i, I hopefully she can reshare it and if you didn't get to see it before it just all of a sudden disappeared um, you can go back and watch it, but it was talking about the church is alive and well. Like, it was such a powerful song. Like, I was crying through the song. <laughs> it was just an emotional, you know. Like, so, Jenny is passing the cry on, Mike. Just want you to know that. I've already done all my crying. Um, but it was it was a very emotional song, but it, it was so powerful because it was all about, you know, that the church is alive and well. You know, and I really mm. feel like it is alive and well. We just need to step it up, you yeah. know. Like, we need to show the world that it's alive and well. Mm. Um, and don't let our voices be drowned because that's exactly what the enemy wants. The enemy wants mm -hmm. us to be fearful of what's going, what's going on. But guess what? Um, the Israelites were in the middle of the plagues, right. but it didn't affect them. <laughs> you know, we are in the middle of all of this going on, but God has us. In the palm of his hand he has mm. control and he's never Absolutely. left his people um and so you know go back and and watch that song when it's back up uh, listen to it because it was definitely powerful it'll probably make you cry too um but it was good thank you for sharing that kayla because that was a good good one well the biggest i want to leave you with is just remembering that that biggest point that god genius made is that god desires to know us in a real intimate and powerful way and just take this time, this mm -hmm. time of fasting and praying together. Mm -hmm. It's about getting personal, but it's also just about doing it as a church and seeing God grow. And yeah. I, I don't believe it's ironic that everything happened this week as it did. Make it a time. I, mean, I told Jenny, I said, if, if everybody's going, man, I don't know what I'm fasting and praying about. Pray for our nation mm -hmm. and fast and pray. Some things only come about by prayer and fasting. I, I'm seeing a bunch of different reports, like Pastor Tony said, of, different things going back and forth from mm -hmm. no to what Pat, the president may be doing or not be doing. And it, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm praying for a nation either way. Yeah. No matter what happens, no matter who's mm -hmm. in the White House, you know, a couple months from now, we doesn't matter. We know throne. God's on the throne. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Trust yeah. in God. Commit it to prayer mm -hmm. and fasting. Pray yeah. for peace for yourself as well as your family. And know that we're praying for you guys. Yes. We love you guys. Absolutely. We're praying for you. And we're looking forward to what God's going to do through this entire thing. We're looking forward to God doing more opportunities that God's going to open up for us for ministry yeah. and the people that God's going to bring in. Pray that God brings a harvest. Yeah. What better time for people to come and what better yeah. place for people to come to for answers than the church? Mm -hmm. And that pray that God just opens up people's hearts and draws them in mm -hmm. to his sanctuary. Yeah. I think we're on, um, well, like Christine Kane says, your better days are always ahead of you, not behind you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's true for the church. Our our best days are still yet to come. They're still ahead. Yeah. So, sure. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thank you. We enjoy it. We enjoy being here with you guys every week. And we yes. appreciate you spending this time with us. And thank you for your feedback and your compliments and just staying with us. So have a wonderful night. Good night. <laughs>